0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful what's going to happen. We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a wowser bowser Wednesday? Because God's in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian Journey. First, there is a forever promised land that we look forward to. But until that land is fully manifest, there are stepping stones that we are on. God has a land for us now. Is it a post-millennial? Is it... Uh, post-millennial to believe that God has teri- territory for us? Is that the theological framework? No, that doesn't mean anything. Consider the children of Israel. They were brought out of Egypt, which represents a bondage, and eventually into a new land through the wilderness, which means a long trail. The big assist is how we need to view this. God is assisting you. You need to see what he's doing. Here's the key. We need to face a specific direction on this journey. This is where the breakdown happens. This is what I want to talk about this hour. If we travel through the map quest of God, that's an old term reference, isn't it? If we travel through the map quest of God, we quickly find the best way to read his map is not upside down. This means that when we read his guideposts, we need to read them Looking forward and not backwards. And finally, the idea of voyaging to a new land before entering the perfect promised land, that's woven throughout the scripture. But God has given us some parameters to make this adventure with. These bumper pads, remember bumper pads? Like at the bowling alley, bumper pads? These bumper pads are straightforward. The process can't be done while looking backwards. If we look backward towards anything but God's grace we get sucked down into the pit. Stay out of the hole, look up, and look ahead.
1: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon Experience. Local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Three really good ideas. Politics entertainment and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, 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 hey. we're asking you, what do you think? You can email us, david at That's david at You can text us, two one four two one zero eight four eight three. Don't call that number. That's the number you text, 214-210-8483. You can also call us, though, at 972-445-0770. When you do call us at 972-445-0770, you will end up talking to Captain Chris. (laughs) You lucky dogs, you. (laughs) And then you will be... All right. Bottom line to that is you can reach out to us in all of these different realms. It can be a question, a thought. You can have a comment. You can have an opinion. It's not a kvetch fest. If you want a place to call and complain, there are many great shows you can do that with. And we don't discourage you in, in the using those shows and those formats. It's just that here our goal is to encourage one another and strengthen one another. It's about 90 minutes to take a break. That's what it is. It's 90 minutes to take a break from all the weird stuff and just be encouraged, and let's be blessing to one another, encouraging one another as we see the day approaching. It can be for prayer requests. It can be for praise reports. Those are a blessing to other people when they hear them. It can be for Bible trivia. Bible trivia, Dave? You say Bible trivia? I do, and here's your question. Who is known to be a righteous and blameless man? but lost seven sons and three daughters and was afflicted with terrible sores. Who was that in the Old Testament? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. And then, as well, you can send an email, David, at org. Before we get to the caller, give people a chance to kind of respond real quickly, I do want to let you know these few little things. When you're praying for the audience, now, you're, you're sitting there thinking, is he assuming that I'm praying for the audience? Yes. <laughs> just, just so you know, yep, yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh. <gasps> You can't do that. Yeah, I watch The Odd Couple too. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is while you're praying for the radio audience, I want you to be praying along the lines of recovery for some people. Some people really need uh, physical, spiritual, emotional, emotional, psychological, relational recovery. And that's what we're praying for this year. We're just believing that the Lord's gonna bring things back. The last thing I do wanna bring in real quickly before we answer the uh have the caller answer the trivia. Is you ought to be praying for our country that God will move upon the leaders. I'm not asking you to pray that the leaders you don't like get swallowed up into a hole and then sent to Pluto. That is not what we're saying. What we're asking for is that the power of God, the presence of God, and the wisdom of God will infiltrate all of the leaders so that we can get on track as a country sooner rather than later. Okay? All right. Got a person ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go this is david who am i talking to
2: hey david this is one of your favorite listeners paul bolt how are you buddy? i'm doing
0: fantastic paul how are you doing
2: i'm doing good i just want to let you know that you're my favorite radio host so when i listen to the radio i really enjoy your show
0: i so appreciate that that i'm going to send you an extra ten dollars this month for saying that no i'm teasing <laughs> <laughs>
2: it'll go to the church fund, I'll put it in the church fund.
0: excellent i appreciate excellent. that
2: well I've got the answer to the
0: question. All right, let me let me read the question. Give me the answer. Here it goes: Who has known right. who was known to be a righteous and blameless man, but lost seven sons and three daughters, and was afflicted <laughs> with terrible sores? That would be Job. That is correct, sir. Yeah, you are right. I it. That is the. Not, is it? Go ahead.
2: When I get these right, it makes me feel like a champion, like I won. <laughs> I'm like, I won
0: the race. <laughs> that is awesome. Good. This One of the great things about it, I am one of those people, it is true, in the first year of my Christianity when I got my first Bible, I did think the book of Job was the book of Job, and I did think I could get a what? job there. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Hey, David, I appreciate you. Do you mind if I give a couple of testimonies?
0: No, please. By all means, go ahead.
2: Okay, so I'm taking an online Bible course through um, Christ for the Nations about biblical principles. And so me and a few other people from our church, we meet together on Tuesday nights. Um, There's a young couple there. We've been praying for them that God would provide them with transportation. And they testified last night that somebody is giving them a vehicle. Yes. Wow, um, yes, and there was a young lady there that her and her husband just moved here from Colorado, I guess six or eight months ago. and she's been suffering from terrible headaches and dizziness ever since they've been here. We laid hands on her and prayed for her a couple of weeks ago, and she testified that she has not had headaches or dizziness since then.
0: Praise the Lord. that is fantastic. I love it.
2: Yeah, I love it when anyway, the Lord is you working share that with you.
0: That's awesome
2: appreciate you David and god bless you brother
0: thank you bro god bless you as well excellent All right Let's excellent go. excellent job day. take care All right, that's awesome. Great testimonies. We love that. And you're thinking, no, that's what it is. Exactly. You're praying, you're believing, you're hearing God doing this and God doing this, and your faith creeps up. I know you don't think of it this way, but your faith creeps up a little bit, a little bit, and then you pray a little bit closer to the mustard seed, and all you need is a mustard seed to move the mountain. So you're getting a little purer, a little purer, a little more real, a little more real, and bam! There it is. Excellent job. Excellent testimony. Every single person we had a bunch of new numbers too. Every single person who texted and got it correct. Okay. Good job. All right. Let me get into this text. I want to really uh, talk to you about this, and I'm gonna kind of bl- what's the word? I'm gonna kind of blend it over. I was gonna say bleed it over. It doesn't sound nice. Blend it over into this next segment. You'll understand why. Uh, one of the things that we do as Christians as we wake up. And we tend to forget that the goodness, the graciousness, the compassion, the mercy, the kindness of God is new. Okay? What we do is we'll wake up and we think, terrible day yesterday. And God is like, here, I just gave you a new day. You have an opportunity to have a new life, new breath. Something new is gonna happen, something exciting, something different. And we're going to go forward and some of us wake up and we're like yawning and looking backwards and going, what a crummy day. Or even some of us wake up and go, what a crummy sleep. Hey, I got a message for you. If you didn't wake up, it might have been a crummy sleep. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you're up. Praise the Lord, you're alive. God has given you yet another day. Are you entitled to it? You're not entitled to anything. All the people that are living in their entitlement zones, you know what you're entitled to? zero cuz the second anybody sins the true entitlement that you should get is you should be zapped out of existence from the universe from a holy god but he's merciful and gives you much more grace grace and much more mercy throughout the day. When we come back we're going to show you how important it is to wake up and start fresh every single day. You're listening to The David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere.
3: What is The David Spoon Experience?
0: When you are in the presence of the Lord and His presence is strengthening you. And we talked about that can happen through the Word of God, through prayer, and through fellowship. And then you go through some process where somebody sends you a text Or somebody sends you a letter. Or somebody calls you. Or somebody sends you an email. Or somebody looks at you funny. Or somebody kind of glances. Or somebody says something about you. Or you hear something about yourself. Or you eat the wrong kind of tacos and you just feel bad and the joy is sucking away at the moment. Here is the answer while the devil is trying to take your joy away. Here is the key for the next 365 days for your life. When the devil takes the joy away by robbing you you go back into the presence of god again when the devil comes in and robs you and takes that joy will you get up off your duff or your blessed assurance And you go into the presence of God again, be it prayer, be it Bible, be it fellowship, be it worship, be it whatever. I don't care. Get up and get back in the presence of God again. And when the devil comes around the second time and knocks on your door and you open it and he takes it from you again, then you get off your blessed assurance again and you get back into the presence of God again. And when he does it a third time, you do it again. And when he does it a fourth time, you do it again. Because the strength of the Lord is in the joy of the Lord, which is found in the presence of the Lord. And when he comes a robbing, you go to refill. When the tank is empty, put gas in it. When you're depleted, fill it up. And you think, well, I can't do that. Why not? You did it the first time. Yes, but that was special. Why? Because you tried? Try again. But you don't understand. No, I don't care. That's much, much more heartless to say that, huh? That's a good one. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I, don't, I care about the truth. I don't care about somebody's, well, my perception? Well, good for you. God bless you. When you can figure out that you can argue with God, let me know how that goes. If you win that argument, you come back. You can take the throne. But you ain't going to win it. So when the enemy comes and he comes a-stealing, you do exactly what you need to do to take it back. If he steals from you, you take it right back. Why? Because you can. Because he's not empowered to keep it from you. He's empowered to take it momentarily. You're empowered to take it right back. Take it.
3: The David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. I uh, love and hate that preacher we just heard. <laughs> I am my worst critic and my biggest fan. It's just the way it goes, folks. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Uh, true or False. Like, this is not really a trick question. You guys should know this. True or false? Here's your trivia question. Satan appears before the Lord at the beginning of the book of Job. Satan appears before the Lord at the beginning of the book of Job. Don't overthink it. It's just what the book says. Deal with it from that point of view. If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214 210 eight four eight three and then additionally you can send an email david at he must increase Okay, I do want to say one thing. I want to give a shout out to, to Al because he had a really funny answer on the last segment and I thought I'd wait. Uh, to to make sure we had the answer and so on and so forth. So when we had asked that question prior about who uh, in fact uh, wrote the book of Proverbs according to the first page, uh, he wrote better call Saul. Amen. <laughs> See, this is this is our audience. This is a few. Right. So again, you're looking at the book of Job. Remember the book of Job. If you're not remembering, go to the first page of the book of Job. Uh, Was Satan present there when that story took place? Just look at it. You guys should know that. If you don't know it, you need to know it because you need to understand that the all the operations are are a little bit more in-depth than people think in regards to spiritual warfare. If you uh, know the answer, we encourage you to call 972-445-0770 or text in 214 210 8483 or send an email david at org. Nothing weird or bizarre, just kind of a straightforward. I'm going to do the joke that I wasn't going to do yesterday, but I did tell it to Captain Chris. He thought it was funny. I think it's funny. And if you don't think it's funny, I forgive you. <laughs> okay. See, this is called humor. See, this is not a theological joke. Relax. It's a joke, right? All right. Paul said in Second Corinthians chapter 11, endure with me with a little folly. Okay, here we go. I'm going to use that verse for this right here. Now, remember, it's not theological. It's a joke. St. Peter is watching the gates of heaven... But he really has to take a break as he asks Jesus to watch the gates for a few minutes. And Jesus says, fine, no problem. So Peter takes uh, the book of lists, which has everybody's name who's supposed to get into heaven. And then he goes off and takes a little bit of a break and a nap. And Jesus is standing there and he sees an old man leading a donkey up from the earth and heaven. He notices the old man has carpenter tools with him. When the old man gets the gate, Jesus tells him he doesn't have the book, but asks the old man to explain his life and why he felt like he should be admitted to heaven. Jesus would then make the decision whether or not to let him in based on what he had to say. The man explains, in English, my name would be Joseph. But I didn't live in America or England. I lived a modest life, making things out of wood. I'm not remembered very well by most people, but almost everyone has heard of my son. I call him my son, but I was... I was more of a dad to him, and he didn't really come into this world in the usual way. I sent my son out to be among the people in the world. He was ridiculed by many and even even known to associate himself with some pretty unsavory characters, although he himself tried to be honest and perfect. My single biggest reason for trying to get into heaven is to be reunited with my son. Jesus is awestruck by the man's story. He looks into the old man's eyes and he goes, are you my earthly father? The old man's face brightens and he looks at Jesus and he says, are you my Pinocchio? (laughs) If that offends you, you are just, (laughs) you are just, come on. If you really read that out, that's really good depth, right? (laughs) Tent him out in the world, hung out with unsavory characters. It's like, wow. All right, that's funny. (laughs) All right, let's get get to the test. Uh, Back to the trivia question. That's right, it's funny. If you're not laughing, you got to check your pulse. Uh, True or false, Satan appeared before the Lord at the beginning of the book of Job. We're not saying how that He did or he didn't, yes or no. Uh, let's get back into the text. So we're talking about, oh, if you want to answer that, <laughs> I should probably give you the phone number. Uh, you know, I, I can figure this out. 972-445-0770 to call, and then 214-210-8483 to text, and then david at org. Uh, otherwise, so we're talking about this newness of life and how every day you wake up, every time you wake up, There is something new. There is the new day that's in front of you. The Lord has poured out his grace, his mercy, his compassion upon you new yet again. You have yet another day. This is a gift from the Lord, and so it's a fantastic gift. Here's what I want you to be aware of. This is where we run into problems. Acts chapter 7 verse 37 says this. This is the Moses who told the Israelites—this is Stephen giving his sermon to, uh, to the, the, the Freeman uh, uh, Jewish people— he says, This is the Moses who told the Israelites, God will raise you up for you, a prophet like me, of your own people. He was in the assembly in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our ancestors and received the living words to pass on to us. But our ancestors refused to obey him, and instead they rejected him and in their hearts turned back to Egypt. Hmm? In their hearts, they turned back to Egypt. What happens for too many people is in their hearts, they turn back. They look back, and this is what happens most of the time. If you will remember when the children of Israel were in Egypt they were in fact in bondage now they're coming out of egypt out of bondage out of the past out of the bad they're in the middle of the wilderness and yet instead of looking forward they're looking backwards and somehow the bondage the beatings the restrictions the the the, the literally the death penalties all looks more appealing than a new or a different forward progress. And in their hearts, they're looking back and going, oh, oh, I wish we were back there. And what happens is common sense falls out the door. They're not even thinking it through. Oh, I remember when it was like this, or I remember back in the day. And every time somebody looks backwards like that, they add roses and flowery music and all this other stuff to the past, and it wasn't like that. And this is why Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. There was a whole movement. I'm just going to say it real quickly. It'll offend some people. Oh, well. LGBT grew. Oh, we only want to use the words of Jesus in red. Okay. Well, if you only want to do that, which is kind of bizarre, Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. What did Lot's wife do? She looked back on Sodom and Gomorrah, by the way. And when she looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt. You know what Jesus said? Remember Lot's wife. That's what he said. Like, okay, one, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, bad. Two, uh, looking back, bad. Okay, and then remember Lot's wife. And what people do is they walk by this attitude, and I've talked about it before, and I'll, I'll probably talk about it again because it's it's a part of the system. And that is, we we tend to walk by the phrase "if only." If only this person that I had been married to wasn't such a jerk, my life would have been great. If only I would have got three more numbers on the three numbers I did get on the lottery, then I'd have six numbers and I'd be a multi-trillionaire. If only this person would not have done this thing. If only this pastor would not have done this. If only this individual would not have done this. If only I wouldn't have done this. If only, if only, if only. Whenever you're operating in life with the if only, you're operating in life with bitterness. The Bible says get rid of bitterness. Get rid of it. Then you have to change that. You can't just have nothing in its place. The if only needs to be replaced With a next time. What do you mean? Instead of saying, if only this person would have been nice to me, you say, next time the person will be nice to me. In other words, you change the bitterness and you look to the future with faith instead of the bitterness, instead of the with bitterness looking to the past, you change your expectation level. You get out of walking forward by looking backward, which, by the way, is impossible. And if you don't believe me, I encourage you to cross the freeway, any freeway in, well, I would use California because it's just worse, but the traffic is slower. So let's use Dallas. Any freeway in Dallas. Walk across the freeway looking backwards. Let me know how far you get. You might make a step. (laughs) Maybe, if you're lucky. Here's the bottom line. You can't live your life in the if-only zone. If only this person didn't do this. If only this person behaved this way. If only God had said yes instead of no to my prayer request. That's living your life in bitterness. Guess what that's doing for you? Nothing good. You have to say next time. Next time. Because you can't look at the past and let Things that were bad drain the life out of you. You got to look forward and say, next time we'll do it this way in my partnership with God. Still surrendered, but I see it with faith. We'll take our break and then come back. You think that's it? Uh, trivia question, by the way, is true. Satan was there in the beginning of the book of Job in chapter one and in chapter two. That's what's the great irony in both chapters. So, Theological, we'll talk about that another time. Right now, we're going to take our break. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go
1: anywhere. We'll be back. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassador's Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience?
0: First and foremost, we want to review our most important element of the day, and that is our DNA. Why is DNA important? Because a Christian should know what they're made of no matter what they're going through. Can I say this again as I've said it before? Let me do it real quick. Ready? More news is coming. I know it sounds prophetic, doesn't it? More even different news today, tomorrow, and the next day, and for the next week, and the next month, and the next year, and the next decade. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so, in lieu of that, we have to have a certain way, and we need to be our DNA, Christian DNA, has uh, three elements. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily. Number two, never be ashamed. Never be ashamed of the Lord or in His words, and A always be ready to serve. serve there you go so it's three simple things d n a
3: what is the david spoon experience you say i'll put it to you like this do you love a good joke that's pretty bad
0: what do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches a hippocritipotamus <laughs> come on <laughs>
3: Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you?
0: Do you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question? We don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance.
3: And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All
0: right, we got our trivia question. Uh, who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, here you go. This is David.
3: Who am I talking to? We're
2: talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace.
3: This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself.
0: Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me.
3: Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30pm on 770-KAAM. Sometimes
0: I Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Get ready for our next trivia question. Everybody better get this. How's that? Isn't that mean? I think it's mean. Uh, Who appeared to Job out of a storm, leaving Job speechless at the end of the book of Job? Who appeared uh, to Job out of a storm, leaving Job speechless at the end of the book of Job? If you think you know the answer, you can call in. 972 445 0770. Ginny scoring first before anybody else. Very nice. Text in 214 210 8483 or send an email. David at mustincrease.org. This is also the spot where we send you to the website for multiple reasons, not the least of which is praise report and prayer requests and the opportunity to give. If you can't give, don't freak out. I mean, take a deep breath. <laughs> you can at least pray for us. But if you can give, awesome, awesome, awesome too. Awesome sauce. That'd be good. Uh, please go to he hemustincrease.org.
1: Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry?
0: HeMustIncrease.org
1: Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org (laughs) HeMustIncrease.org What
0: was that? Was that a symbol? What was that? Was that a crash? It was me hitting the ground. (laughs) How many of these did you do? Six or seven. Okay, that's unbelievable. So now every time you hear it, you got to really listen because we don't know what Captain Chris is dropping towards us. (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, trivia question. Who appeared to Job out of a storm, leaving Job speechless? And I will tell Al it's not Sharknado. Okay. So uh who did that at the end of the book of Job? You should know that answer. Uh you should the first thing that's coming to your mind, that's going to be the right answer. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then David at he must increase Let's do our history. Let's go. All right, a couple of cool things on today's history. First of all, there's a a Polish donut that I don't know how to say it correctly. It's a paz paz c day something. But it's a filled Polish donut. Uh, deep fried dough consists of egg, fat, sugar, yeast, and sometimes milk. If somebody knows how to pronounce it, just send me a text. Because like. Or just send us like a box of them. Yeah, or send a box of them. Very good. It's also International Pancake Day, another winner from uh, my point of view. It is National Almond Day. No, no, no. Let me chocolate covered almost, maybe. And then finally, it's Do a Grouch a Favor Day. I don't know. I haven't talked to my sister that much. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> This day in 1741, Benjamin Franklin's General Magazine, the first issue of Benjamin Franklin's General Magazine, uh, was published as the second magazine published in America. Boy, you could win billions with that trivia question. Who would know that? Uh, 1937, on this day, nylon was invented. 1968, on this day, the 911 emergency phone system goes into service. (laughs) And then uh, 2005, in disgrace, the National Hockey League canceled the entire 2004 2005 season. I have not forgotten. <laughs> okay, let's just say. Moving on. Okay, all right, so it's pretty straightforward. Who spoke to Job at the end of the book of Job in such a way that it left him speechless? Who spoke? You guys should know that one. Uh, What's our number? 972-445-0770. Text 214-210-8483. I think a few people were offended at my joke. (laughs) Well, you have to love me because the Bible says so. So you have to love your brother, your sister, your neighbor, and your enemy. So I'm in one of those somewhere. All right, back to the text we go. Uh, We're talking about living in the present, living in the future, living in faith, or living in bitterness, and the differential between the two. And I think Scripture is clear enough for us to understand. Philippians chapter 3, that'd be verse 12 through 14, Paul saying this, Not that I have already attained all this, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters... I do not consider myself to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Let me just make sure you fully understand Paul's communication. And whenever Paul writes brothers and sisters, that's kind of an intimate Insert into the epistle, okay? Like when he's going, brothers and sisters, okay? I don't care what accent you use with it. It's because when he's writing, he's an apostle. He's giving directions. He's giving church instruction. And here he's like going, brothers and sisters, look, I am not there. This is what he's saying. I am not there. It's like you think of all we talked about this yesterday with the apostle Paul saying, pray for me when I open my mouth with the gospel. It's like amazing that he asked for prayer. For him to share the gospel, he should know it by now, shouldn't needs. Just like all the rest of us, we need help on a pretty regular basis. And here he's like, brothers and sisters, I, I, I'm I, not doing this either. We need to do this. What is it we need to do? Forget what is behind. Here's what you can do about the past. Ready? Listen. That's the sound of nothing. You're thinking, well. But Now, let me help you out. Here's what you can do about 10 seconds ago. Nothing. You can't do anything about it. It's gone. It's done. It's moved on. We're moving on. Moving on. You know, moving on up. I mean, we're done. That's it. It's over. And Paul's like, okay, I'm gonna forget the things that were. I'm moving forward to the things that are before us. Now, does that mean you forget the memorials and the different things God has done in your life? And the answer prayers, of course not. You know, you guys should know better. I shouldn't even have to say this. You forget the things that are sucking the life out of you. That's what you do. You let go of those things. Why? Because they're sucking the life out of you. Stop it. Why would you hang on to that? It's like holding on to a rope that's pulling you down a hole. Here's a thought. Let go. Stop doing that. You cannot walk forward living in, in the past
3: pains.
0: I'm sorry that you went through a tough time. I guess in a sense we can all go back to Adam and Eve and say, you guys blew it. You've created all this problem. I guess in a sense you could probably do that, although God gave redemption for it, so it's pretty tough to sit there and complain about it. Here's the truth of the matter. That was then, and this is now. And forward you go. And if God didn't want you to go forward, he wouldn't have let you wake up. It's just just that simple. It's not even more complex. Can you be sorry for things that you've done in the past? That's confession. Of course you can be. What you can't do is live in the past that drains you. You can't live. Now watch this, and you guys will fully understand this. I won't even have to explain it. You can't live and relive and relive what was specifically the things that hurt you the things that people said the things that people did there's people that live in the past and they're angry at god I'm with you that I don't understand everything God does, but I am also with the camp that says, could you do anything dumber in life than be mad at God? Is there anything dumber that you can come up with? This goes back to the book of Job, and we've talked about it before. We'll talk about it again. Certainly, Job had pride. Certainly, he had many things that he shouldn't have been in, but what he did, what his sin was, he was called out for, is he didn't justify God. He blamed, He didn't blame God the same way that most of us end up doing, but he didn't justify God either. He justified himself. I don't think any of us qualify <laughs> I think every person ever, except for Jesus, is immediately disqualified from self-justification. Period. I just think if the Lord pours out what's on your insides and throws it on a table, all those sins are just shining bright. And it's like, oh yeah, look, right? Cannot live in the present. Doing the things that God wants you to do and have a vision for the future while you're allowing the past to throw a rope around your neck and pull you backwards. Can't do it. The issue that people don't want to hear about this, and this is the part people don't like, is it's a choice. Like, oh, what are you trying to say? I'm responsible? Yes. Paul said, forgetting what is behind. He didn't even say trying to forget. (laughs) He just said, forget it. Okay? Forgetting what is behind. It's like Christians, oh, Lord, back in the day when I did this, and the Lord goes, did what? (laughs) That's when you should go, never mind. Right? All right. The last part of this is the best part, so don't go anywhere. Uh, we do have our trivia, and the trivia was who spoke to Job? The Lord. Howdy, Job. And then Job said, I put my hand over my mouth. Whoops, I shouldn't be talking. Thank you. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KAAM770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: What is the David Spoon experience?
0: So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something, it'll be sincere action, then somebody else may hear about it, or you mention somebody, and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord, and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure, (laughs) you know, kind of thing, that's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is Messiah well first of all that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were' just like going okay I'm just trying not to mess this up. Right, what Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking god I, I I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb right I mean and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings, and it's like, you know what, don't do that. come before the Lord, be yourself, you know you don't have to <laughs> uh, you don't have to posture before God. He already knows. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God because he knows you're trying to impress him. So then don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. Welcome back to the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770 the Truth Station here in Texas. That's K double 770 the Truth Station here in Texas. Here comes your last trivia question. okay? 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 we did the question earlier, the very first trivia question. here's the very last one. Who is the author of the book of Ecclesiastes according to the first verse? Ha. <laughs> Might be a little sneaky. So we already did the who was the author of the book of Proverbs, according to the verse first verse. Who was the author of the book of Ecclesiastes, according to the first verse? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, David, at he must increase dot org. Okay, so I want to let everybody know I'm trying to answer a lot of the texts um uh from people as we go through the show it's hard to do that i just want to let you know uh because i can't always answer everybody's text just in case you don't know that i do my best i really try but it's hard it, it can be hard all right do we have somebody that's ready to answer okay all right here we go lean it over lean it over this is david who am i talking to this is gary how hey. are you doing today good gary i'm doing actually i'm doing a lot better and i really appreciate your prayers and I'm hoping that you're doing pretty good today as well, too. Well, uh, I'm I'm alive. <laughs> Can <laughs> you know, always get better. Yeah, I mean, and I I appreciate that. But I'm glad that you're calling. It makes me bless my heart to hear from you. So I'm always glad when I do hear from you. Thank so you. That's important. That right there. All right. So we did the we did the Proverbs one. So now we're dropping in the Ecclesiastes one. Who is the author of the book of Ecclesiastes, according to its first verse? It was Solomon. That is correct, sir! That is absolutely, positively correct. Fantastic. And that's what's great is that people don't realize, I love this part of it. Here, this guy writes Proverbs, which is pretty good, right? I mean, Proverbs, pretty good. A lot of insight, a lot of wisdom. And then he writes Ecclesiastes, and it sure seems like he's having a worse time when he's writing Ecclesiastes compared to... Proverb. Proverb seems pretty straightforward. Wisdom. Ecclesiastes says, "A you know, a live dog's better than a dead lion." It's like, okay, who ruined your parade? It's like, what's, yeah. what's going on? So, excellent job. But just assuming you knew that right off the bat, correct? Yes. yes yeah. I knew. Good job, Gary. That's great work. So I appreciate it. And anything specific we can pray? Praying for your health. Anything else? Yeah, you can pray for my health. You yep. can do that. All right. Can I pray for you real quickly? Okay. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We love you. We worship you. You're fantastic. Thank you so much for Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for being in our lives and being a part of us. And Holy Spirit, we so appreciate the, the comfort, the, the, the grace that you guide us in and that you teach us and counsel us with. And we're just asking you, Lord God Almighty, to touch Gary's physical life, that he can find refreshment, refreshment from your Power, not from us, from you, and that he would have a revitalization. We lift him up before you. We thank you for him and ask you to bless him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, and I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you. God bless you, bro. God bless you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Good friend Gary. Love Gary. All right, so I want to do this one thing, and I could do this whole—this th- is the problem with this. I can do this whole thing as a sermon— like a sermon, as a kind of a teach, I could do the whole thing, but I'm not going to do the whole thing that way because that's just not a good idea is kind of my nice way of saying this. I want to give you these verses, and I want to kind of do them quickly. So just bear with me in this, all right? I want you to understand why it's important for there to be a whole new thing. Isaiah chapter 43. Have we covered everything? We covered everything down the line. Da, 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 da. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 16, 17, 18, and 19. If you do not have this in your Bible as marked, I would uh, strongly appreciate you doing that only for your own benefit. I have it marked in, well, I have a many, many Bibles, so I have it marked in almost every one of them that I have. Here's what it says This is what the Lord says. Anytime you have a passage that starts that way, you better go, okay. I want to listen to what the Lord said. What, what do you have to say? This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses and the army and reinforcements together as they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness, and streams in the wasteland. Man, that's that's some uh, we would say that's some good text right there. Here's the bottom line to that process. Listen to the things that the Lord says. He made a way for Israel to get through the sea. He gave them a path through the mighty waters, right? So, uh, the, the, and and again, uh, contrary to Hollywood, Israel didn't pass through the Red Sea where it was muddy or there was a foot of water or any of that other stuff. All that's ridiculous, not true, not accurate. And once again, leave it to them to kind of mess up the scriptures. The bottom line to the passages is that they walked on dry land. What kind of land? Dry land. The The Egyptian army that went behind them, they got wiped out. God pulled them in the middle, and this is one of the great uh, apologetic jokes. Okay, so uh, God then, if it was only uh, knee-high the water, then he drowned an entire army in knee-high water. I mean, it's kind of like like an apologetics joke, but that's not the point. The point is this. He says this in verse 18, forget the former things. Now, does not that just like what Paul said? This one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind me? Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. You cannot get a passage more specific than this saying, do not do this. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Revelation 22, verse 5. I, I'm making all things new. God is into new That's why he gives you a new day. That's why his mercies are new. There's going to be a new adventure down the road. God does new stuff. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Now look at what God does. He drops it back on us and says, do you not perceive it? Uh. And that's the problem. The problem is that some of us don't perceive it. The, the problem is that some of us don't see it. The problem is that some of us aren't willing to look at it. There's something new that God's doing. There's something new that God wants to do. Don't you get it? That's what he's saying. Don't you get it? Don't you see it? Don't you know what I'm doing? And then he—I love—sometimes I, I get in the it just gets weird for me, so you have to bear with me. Then he says this. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. A way in the wilderness is a path where there's wilderness and there's no way to figure out how to get there. Now watch this. A stream in the wasteland is a desert land, and God puts water in a desert land. It's like, well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. And we sit there and we whine well, I don't want to say we whine. Okay. We whine and we complain and we're and God's like, I am doing something new. Don't you get it? I'm not doing what was being doing. I'm doing new doing. We're doing do newing, doing, newing stuff. I'm making a way in the wilderness. I'm making streams in the wasteland. I've got waters and rivers dropping into barren and, and, and dry lands, and I am bringing and teeming it with life. And that's what he's doing in your life. But some of us are so stuck looking backwards. So stuck we can't even perceive What God is doing and so he's he's so gracious and this is so kind it's like hey forget that don't don't dwell there don't live back there in the past I'm doing something new come on I'd like to say it this way and most of you might not understand this but come on let's rock and roll we got something else to do yeah my uh, feet are on the rock and my name is on the roll let's do something here let's go we got new stuff to do, and some of us are so tied back. It's as though somebody grabs a lasso, lasso, right? That's a, a rope that has the cowboy uses. It's like somebody grabs a lasso, puts it around our neck, and pulls us backwards. Then you fall off the horse, and then all you do is look at the back and the pass. That's what the enemy does. That's what your flesh does. Hey, that's what the world does, right? God's like, hey. I got new territory. I'm going to take stuff that you couldn't even imagine and make it teeming with life. Let's go this way. Now you look at all these things together. I mean, I could preach on this for hours. You look at all these things together and you just go, wow. Now I'm going to remember the trivia this time. <laughs> the weird, he, he did the trivia. So that's what's so sad. <laughs> See, I remember the trivia, but Gary already gave us the <laughs> answer. You know what I'm going to do? Forget that which is behind and press forward to that which is before me. Why? Because that's the way to walk the Christian walk. Forward, not backward. Your face is on the front of you, not the backside. Get it? Okay. All right, folks, you have been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then.
1: Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.